0: Here in Europe, on average, every time we charge our phone, about 13% of the energy this uses comes from a coal-fired power plant. But this figure varies widely across a block. Poland is, by far, the most dependent on coal power, this fossil fuel accounting for more than 80% of the country's energy mix. In Germany, the figure sits at around 30%. While some member states will have completely phased out coal by the end of this year, most will continue to rely on it to some extent or other until around 2030. Surprisingly, perhaps, Germany brings up the rear in this regard, setting itself the less-than-lofty target of 2038. In today's episode of the Green Deal podcast, we are discussing the EU's strategy to kick its collective coal habit. Sulfur dioxide, nitrogen oxides, particulates, carbon dioxide, mercury, arsenic. Large quantities of these harmful pollutants are emitted into the air we breathe from the chimneys of coal fired power stations. The fine dust particulates are especially noxious. These are microscopic in size and enter the bloodstream through our lungs. In addition, coal produces the most CO2 per kilogram of all fossil fuels, almost twice as much as natural gas. But energy sources in Europe are scarcity and ever more expensive. This makes it all the more tempting for countries sitting on a wealth of coal to continue burning it. Burning coal is not the right way to go, says energy expert Ion Purica from Romania, a member state with large coal reserves. For him, the future lies in finding technologies to make coal use less polluting. După părerea mea, nu este normal să care la consumurile actuale deja poate asigura In my opinion, it is not right to abandon a resource which, at current consumption levels, could provide energy for some 140 years. It is very clear that we have a resource, coal, which is as useful as can be and which also has a strategic security component because, by using coal, we can cover situations of extreme draft. for example, as has happened in our country several years. In these circumstances, it is clear that new technologies are needed. Clean coal technologies, coal gasification technologies, technologies for using coal in a very efficient way, technologies for capturing and storing the CO2 emissions produced by the various coal-fired power plants and thermal power plants. Very effective technologies are emerging that will allow us to use coal safely and cleanly. Și așa mai departe, apar niște tehnologii cât se poate de bune cu care vom putea să utilizăm cărbunele într-un mod sigur, într-un mod curat și așa mai departe. Dumitro Fornia, General Secretary of the National Confederation of Romanian Trade Unions, Meridian, and a member of the European Economic and Social Committee, also considers coal to be an important energy resource. But he warns that its quality is deteriorating as it is increasingly made up of brown coal or lignite, the lowest grade coal, which is more polluting and less efficient. La nivel Globally, we have large coal reserves. We are talking about a thousand billion tons. One-third of this is lignite and two-thirds is hard coal and anthracites. In Europe, we have 100 billion tons. So the situation here is the opposite of the global picture. We have more lignite in the European Union. Lignite, as you know, is a lower quality coal in terms of calorific value. And in Romania, the Romanian authorities know of 200 332 million tons of coal reserves, the equivalent of about 85 million tons of oil. Again, we have more lignite than hard coal and anthracite. But the problem, in general, is that although the reserves are very big, they are getting poorer and poorer in terms of quality, and their low calorific content leads to a problem of energy efficiency. With coal accounting for more than four-fifths of all energy used in Poland, it is hardly surprising that resistance to its face-out is strong here. But Jakub Wich, a Polish journalist specializing in energy issues, points out that his country is not in a good place politically speaking. Taking into account the current shape of this discussion and the current distribution of political accents and political power, I can see that certain of the EU's green goals will be forced through without the consent of some countries, including Poland, because a smaller and smaller number of countries continue to sympathize with Polish arguments which are based on our country's still very high-emission economy. If we look at what is happening in Central Europe, we see that things such as coal-based farming are a thing of the past. Our southern neighbors will already have virtually emission-free energy within the next two years. So we are slowly finding ourselves isolated with our set of arguments. This puts us in an unfavorable political situation, and we have to prepare for it. According to Wich, Richer countries like Germany or the UK are better able to support their energy sectors and their industries than Poland is. With massive financial transfers, they can reduce their emissions without harming their economies, he says. In addition, Polish citizens are more fearful of this energy transition as more people are afraid of losing their jobs. But even Germany is facing strong internal opposition, hence its under-ambitious goal of facing out coal by 2038. This is far too late, experts say. So why is Germany struggling in this regard? Aline Kinsey, a journalist who explains the EU's Green Deal plans on YouTube channel Klimaneutral, in cooperation with the Climatic Foundation, gave our German partners her take on why Germany is dragging its feet when it comes to abandoning coal. 2038 is definitely too late if we want to stick to the Paris Agreement. If we want to meet the 2-degree and especially the 1.5-degree benchmark goal, then we can't wait until 2038, as it is mathematically impossible to hit this target if we do so. What is making it so challenging for Germany? I'm guessing the coal industry has a very strong lobby. They always side with argument of jobs being on the line if we turn away from the coal industry, and no politician gains popularity from the prospect of job losses. There you can only lose. But I believe that if our politicians put their faith in science, we might be able to make this transition much sooner. These difficulties countries are facing in the coal phase-out are a sign that the EU may need to reconsider its energy transition plans, says Associate Professor Valentin Kolev from the Technical University in Sofia, Bulgaria. The author of reports on the state of coal-fired power plants in Bulgaria believes that Europe is heading towards rethinking its Green Deal. Thank you. They are starting to introduce this in the form of structural and financial measures. However, after this, if there are problems with implementation, the Green Deal will be reconsidered. That is why the energy price is high. Every day we monitor the prices in Europe and we can see what the situation is right now. In Spain, the price is 188 euro. In France, where they have 70% nuclear power, the price is 160 euro. But this is inevitable. Renewables cannot replace the participation of coal fired power plants. One reason the price of electricity in Germany is so high at the moment is the lack of wind. But in my view, missing wind is not the only factor behind these prices. The general movement of the energy sector towards the closure of coal fired power plants causes an increase in the price of electricity and a shortage of it. Great Britain, now that it is outside the EU, is actually restarting its coal power plants. But even with all of these challenges, several countries have succeeded in relegating coal to history. One such country is Lithuania, where coal accounts for just 2% of the energy mix. Virgilius Poderis, head of the Lithuanian Energy Agency, says that even though Lithuania consumes very small amounts of coal, it could go further still. Coal represents about 2% of all the energy produced in Lithuania. For historical reasons, it is all imported from Russia. We have one company, which is the biggest consumer of coal. This company has a plan in place to give up coal energy for good. When it does this, just 1% of all the energy produced in Lithuania will be coal-based. We are a small country that depends on bigger players and we do not produce enough renewable energy yet. Although, little by little, we are increasing our production of clean energy for local usage. For now, when electricity prices go up in Germany or Scandinavia, they do so in Lithuania too. I have to admit that these interviews are not particularly encouraging. There still appears to be a lot of resistance, and maybe people seem to remain unconvinced of the benefits of moving away from coal. The EU still has a long road ahead before the final coal phase out. A road that is made especially challenging to travel, owing to the vast differences between individual member states. It is difficult to get everyone singing from the same hymn sheet, especially when it comes to coal. Added to this is how interdependent EU countries are, be this in pricing of electricity or in terms of imports and exports. But one thing is clear, a line has been drawn in the sand. By 2050, European coal simply has to have run out of steam.